0: Hello, and welcome to The Weekend Starts on Wednesday. Welcome back to another episode of The Weekend Starts on Wednesday. My name is Patrick Arias, and this is episode number 179. Andres, the Cavalier King, is with me tonight. The crowd favorite, the one and only... How are you doing this evening, Andres? I'm good, Pat.
1: It's, uh, it's our favorite week coming up. Our favorite day coming up is Thursday. I'm <laughs> uh, very excited for the weekend. The weekend starts tomorrow. It's Wednesday. Got a lot of good games, Pat. A lot of games to uh, – a lot of news to cover. Great weekend this past weekend in, in sports and entertainment. I know you were watching all of it. We were talking last night about all the games, great comebacks left and right. Uh, it's only really going to get better, right? Second week of playoffs – second weekend of playoffs, I should say uh for hockey and basketball so it's gonna get exciting a lot of games are switching over to other cities uh the visitors who were visitors for the first two games will be the home team so a lot of games to cover pat i know you're
0: excited i'm excited what do you got planned for this week well i mean we will get into the sports you know plans for the upcoming weekend shortly. Um, and one of part of my plans for this weekend includes watching a major event that we're all going to be watching. But we'll get into that in just a little bit. This is probably one of my favorite times of the year, aside from October, because October is, is excellent. You know, you got baseball playoffs and NFL and college football. But this time of year, April is NBA playoffs, hockey playoffs, baseball, they're about 20 games in. So you're, you're starting to see how good or not your team will be. But one of the sports that closed a couple months ago is actually in the news today, made a big splash Mm. today in the world of news. And, um, it leads me to my hero, uh, my hero for tonight, um, for this week is Nicole Lynn. Does that name ring a bell to you Andres? Nicole Lynn? It, It does not ring a bell. I have no idea. Nicole Lynn was the, is the sports agent that negotiated Jalen Hurts' record-breaking deal. Jalen Hurts, the quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles, just led them to a Super Bowl um, a couple months ago. Uh, Nicole Lynn is uh, the first black woman to represent a player at the Super Bowl. Um, And she did that just a couple months ago. And uh, she works for Clutch Sports Group. And Nicole Lynn was able to help Jalen Hurts. Break the bank on today, or I'm sorry, broke the bank yesterday, and they agreed to a record breaking five year, 255 million contract extension through
1: 2028.
0: You mean he's got, so he got 255 million contracts coming his way? Yes. Two, dollars. Just contracts. <laughs> $255 million contract. So Nicole Lynn is my hero. Um, I don't know. If I were to call Fox Sports Radio and try to negotiate for you, I might be able to get um, a $80 stipend for the day and uh dinner, free dinner, um, and a cup of coffee. I don't know if I can get you $255 million, so I just got to ask you, Andres, I guess I
1: need a new agent then. That's what that's all. <laughs> well, first, you can't get me two fifty five, and I'm the best <laughs> entertainment on the show, baby. I'm the one creating all the all the controversy. I wear and Proud. I'm I'm the villain role. I make Draymond Green look like fucking you know uh, Robin in this whole thing. He's he's, a, he's too nice of a guy.
0: I will give you that. Um, you are the <laughs> the roughest basketball player that I've ever played with. Just you don't let anybody get any easy buckets. But um, going back to to the story, do you think this is a good deal for the Eagles? I know it's a good deal for uh, Jalen Hurts. It's a great deal for him. Um, I I get
1: what what Philadelphia is doing. They're trying to have a franchise quarterback, right? They don't want that weapon to go somewhere else and maybe beat them down the line. I'm surprised your boy Jerry Jones, Papa Jones, didn't come out and say, hey, we need a real quarterback. Um, I don't know if I are you giving him that much money, I think these athletes are way overpaid for something that he hasn't even done. He hasn't even won a fucking Super Bowl, Pat. How are you giving a man two fifty-five million? And he hasn't won a Super Bowl. That's my question. What if what happens if he gets hurt? Uh I don't even know how much of it is guaranteed. I mean, there's just there's just in today's world, man. These athletes get paid way too much for very little. So far of what he's done, he hasn't won a Super Bowl, right?
0: No, he hasn't. But
1: okay, so then why am I giving him? I mean, you, you got to pay Mahomes that. You got to give Brady that. You know, it's just—it's a little ridiculous, but hey, good for Philadelphia to think that they might have found a quarterback uh, that's going to lead them, maybe possibly, to winning a Super Bowl. I don't—I don't know um, in the next five years because if he doesn't win one in five years, what a waste of a contract. Just I hope the city of Philadelphia will—I'm sure they will definitely, you know, let him hear it if he doesn't have a Super Bowl in
0: the next five. Who else is out there? Like
1: who else is out where?
0: Like who? Like, what are they, in the sense of like, yeah, like, you're going to, like, this year's quarterback class for the draft is, sucks.
1: Okay, okay, I, oh, you're talking about like that?
0: Yeah. And then what, are we going to yeah. sign Baker Mayfield? No, I wouldn't do all
1: that.
0: You know, do you think he's better than Lamar Jackson? Do you think Jalen Hurts is better than Lamar Jackson?
1: I mean, he's younger, right?
0: I already know that much. you would, I already know that you would take Jalen Hurts because he's, he looks more like a pure quarterback. I would take Lamar. Honestly, I want to take Lamar. That's a good question. I would have definitely want take Lamar. Between the two, uh, I don't think Lamar's is, is as fragile as uh, Jalen Hurst. We know
1: Hurst has been hurt before in passing college. Um, I mean, I guess so has Lamar Jackson. But Both you have. know, just the fact that Lamar Lamar Jackson seems to be uh, a true playmaker. Not that Jalen Hurts isn't, but if you give Lamar Jackson the same weapons that Jalen Hurst has as receivers. I think he wins two Super Bowls <laughs> easily. You know what I mean? He's got no help in Baltimore. But yeah, I would have given that money more so to Action Jackson than I would to uh, to Jalen
0: Hurts. Okay, all right. Well, that's my uh, hero, Nicole Lynn. So huge congratulations sure. to to her and Clutch Sports and everybody involved in this deal. Who is your? What are what are you talking about for your heroes? In my headline is going to be L.A.
1: Road Warriors that the L.A. Kings win in hockey on the road. L.A. Clippers win in Phoenix on the road. The L.A. Lakers win in Memphis on the road. And the real L.A. soccer team win, one on the road. LAFC beating up on L.A. Galaxy. Great game, a lot of good action, but I love how every L.A. team uh, won on the road because we know, unfortunately, the fucking home team, which was the L.A. Dodgers, couldn't fucking win against the shitty Chicago Cubs. So, you know, I'm glad that all the road, road warriors took care of their business, handled their scandal. Uh, you didn't think that the Clippers were going to win game one uh, in in Phoenix, I don't think. Uh, I know the, the LA Kings were down last night, 2-0, then 3-1, and they came back. That game was unbelievable back and forth. I mean, uh, scoring, uh, scoring a power play goal when it was much needed with about a minute left in the game to push for overtime. Uh, it's just it's unbelievable. These guys are just phenomenal. And I'm glad to see that Edmonton has lost seven straight opening uh, playoff games so far in the last however many years. So even though they have Connor McDavid and in, in, uh, probably the best hockey player right now in the league, uh, they still went in there and just handled business. So I'm happy as a Kings fan. Hockey-wise, I'm happy as a Clippers fan bidding up on uh, the Phoenix Suns. Uh, my my uh, sister-in-law is a
0: Phoenix Suns fan, and she only comes out. Oh, yeah.
1: She only comes out when it's playoff time. Never in the season. And typical bandwagoner. And she goes, hey, uh, you think the Clips are going to win? I go, I don't like the point. I don't like the line. I think it's too many. But I think it'll be close. And we're watching it together. And I kept giving her shit. I go, hey, what's, what happened with the game? <laughs> so uh, so i was just very happy. And they're winning right now. So the, your, your Lakers, I'm sure you're probably happy. Jumping in for joy. Um, you know, I think it was a huge upswing for them that
0: Morant hurt his hand in the last – what, five minutes the game, four minutes of the game, whatever mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, he fell. And then it was a blowout.
1: It was it was close. It was what they were only down by or they were up by one, the Lakers were, uh, in that time frame. And then they ended up winning by what, eighteen in the last three minutes of the game. That shit was ridiculous. Um I think Morant being hurt for the next coming games, if not for the series, we don't know how bad the injury is. I think he probably busted and broke it. Um I think you guys might sweep. Honestly. Well... I really do. No, Moran. I think uh, I think the, the Clippers. I mean, sorry. I
0: think the Lakers sweep after that. I don't know, man. I I get. I'm actually quite the opposite. I get a. I'm a little more nervous about the complexion of. Um, I well, we'll talk. We'll talk about about it in just a little bit. But it was a huge, huge showing for the road Los Angeles teams, and as an Angelino, super proud of all. The LA teams that handled their business over the weekend. Um, it's still early. It's still early for our Dodgers, so um, we'll see what happens. They got some cobwebs they need to shake out, and uh, we'll we'll go we'll go with them. You know, one week at a time. You know, we'll take that one week at a time because we just care about what happens in October. Um, so we just spoke on our heroes and headlines for the show, and now we shift gears completely. To the opposite end of the spectrum. No heroes. We're talking about scumbags of the night, individuals that hence the name, scumbags. And do you know who Anthony Bass is, Andres? Do you know who yeah, that is? Never heard of him. No. You never heard of him. I never will tell you right now that the whole world of the airlines, United Airlines, knows who he is with his most recent tweets. Shaming United Airlines, Anthony Bass is a pitcher for the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, He went on to Twitter and was very disappointed that the flight attendant for United Airlines made his 22-week pregnant wife, traveling with a five-year-old and a two-year-old, get on her hands and knees to pick up the popcorn mess made by my youngest daughter. So apparently the two-year-old daughter was on a flight, you know, with the mom and she spilled her popcorn everywhere, all over the plane, just made a mess, right? Flight attendant comes up to her and says, you need to pick this up. The pilot wants you to pick up this entire mess, hands her a bag and hands her a Lysol wipe. My question to you is, who's the scumbag? There's a lot of a lot of potential scumbags here is it the stewardess or is it the flight attendant is it the wife is it the toddler is it the pitcher is it the pilot it's it's the, it's the parents this goes to the wife and Anthony. goes it goes to them right that's that's what it is first and foremost you have a fight you said there was a five-year-old as well
1: yes okay well they could have told the five-year-old to help the two-year-old to pick up the ship okay let's get that shit out of the way and I guess there's no there's no parenting at home because bass is traveling the world and whatever. So you better be getting on a fucking Skype call and trying to figure out, hey, you better listen to what mom tells you. If not, there ain't there's nothing else. You're getting spankings when you get home. You know what I mean? I'm just I'm sorry. That's
0: how it goes. I mean that's how I see it. That's how I see it. And that the the five year old having, you know, you're you you're you're an old you're the eldest of three. Yep. Your little yep. brother gets in trouble. Yep. You get in trouble because you let it happen. 100%. That's what I don't get, you know. And what sucks is that Anthony Bass is our age. He's 35 years old. Mm-hmm. The wife is 31. And mm-hmm. the primary age for the target of you generation, you know how people say our generation is soft and we're raising soft yeah, yeah. kids. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about. You're gonna let your kid spill popcorn all over the plane, all over the floor, and you're you're gonna get mad because they asked you to pick it up. And who knows? I don't even want to know what these kids get away with when no one else is watching. Oh,
1: no. absolutely! You know, it's it's a crime in my eyes. You know, the thing is, though, you know, you know why this occurs because. You know, not to say, not to be racist or anything, but they're white people. Latino household, bro, I would have got cracked. Yeah, you kidding me? I would have been taken out back, beaten by my mom while holding the popcorn.
0: But as a Mexican, you would have gotten in trouble because you're wasting food and you're making a mess.
1: <laughs> no, I probably would have. I probably would forced to eat the food that fell on the ground and still so fucking while well, I have tears coming down by be- getting beat. And I'd be like, yeah, this is good popcorn. but I'm sorry, I yeah. won't do it again. No, 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 am not. I'm not, I'm not. Like, you know what I mean? That's what would happen.
0: Okay. So that's <laughs> that's my scumbag. Who who are you uh, focusing on for tonight?
1: I'm going. I'm gonna go all the way across the world. to the CBA, the China Basketball Association, they disqualified two teams for match fixing. And it's a black eye, I believe, not that we don't already know that games are fixed, but the fact that they get caught in this scandal is a black eye to the CBA. Uh, And it's funny that Yao Ming is, I guess, involved in the CBA. Uh, He came out, I guess the two teams were the uh, Shanghai Sharks and the Jiangsu Dragons. Apparently, they engaged in unsportsmanlike conduct during a playoff series this last weekend. Uh, League officials stated that there was a lack of competitive effort (laughs) and negative in competition. (laughs) So, the teams will be fined
0: $5 million and have their general managers and head coaches suspended from the league for up to five years. Five years? Five years. For one game?
1: For one? No, the playoff series so i don't know if it was three games or or five, game, five that's games
0: that's what yeah. i'm fucking talking about right five so years holding, holding
1: them responsible the general manager and the head coaches they should actually more than anything get the players involved if they can prove who was really
0: lacking and suspend them five years yeah. it's not just the coaches right the players you're playing the game right? yeah, you, gotta to agree you know
1: yeah exactly i'm sure you're taking a little handout here and there but yeah so, five years, and the fact that the Shanghai Sharks um, have two former NBA players on their team, Michael Beasley and Eric Bledsoe. Mm. Bledsoe was not involved, though, because I, I guess he was suspended for the prior, uh, prior to all this. So, I don't know if Beasley, we know how Beasley has been in the news of prior and his actions while in the NBA. Could he have been involved in it? Uh, Maybe I won't I won't say no to it, just show me the proof. Yeah. But yeah, it does not look good over there, but I'm glad that they did take some action, suspending them five years. So yes, the CBA match fixing.
0: <laughs> Rob Manfred take notes, right? Like yeah, let's uh, let go. They care about their, their piece of trash uh trophy over there. Five years. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That's a great scumbag. Um and then I gotta ask you i gotta ask you who's the scumbag we all saw draymond green step into sabonis chest game one because sabonis Uh, fell to the floor sabonis grabbed draymond green's ankle great i'm i'm glad i'm
1: glad you specified that he grabbed his ankle i know i saw initially it looked you know but i i've been watching the replay all day today i'm glad you brought it up Sabonis is a scumbag for grabbing the ankle. That's what he gets. You don't know where he's going to land. It's a big man like that, Draymond Green. Not really his fault. It's a balanced thing. He's the, he's the, like you he said, he's not flexible. He's not a flexible man to make that reach outside. And Sabonis is a big guy, right? He's at least 6'10". I don't know. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I'm going to go with Sabonis on this one, Pat. I know everybody, and I love that Draymond Green is playing the villain. I love that he's just, just soaking it all in. I think this is beautiful fuel to the fire for this team that's down two zero. He knows what he's doing. Big game. We'll talk about that. But yeah, I would go with Sabonis.
0: Yes, yeah, so, I mean being the scumbag. Don't 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 start nothing, and there won't be nothing with that. Like you're gonna grab Draymond Green's ankle as he's gonna run away. I mean. Even average people out there will react the same way. They will they will shake their leg and stomp down to get it free. Like that's that's just yeah. human. That's just human nature. I think Draymond Green would have done that if they were playing a pickup game in a park. It has nothing mm-hmm. to do with Draymond Green being Draymond Green. It just has everything to do with your instant reaction. You know. Why, why would you be grabbing your ankle anyway? Because you have because you have ill intentions. Because you're trying to. No trying to do something you're trying to be slick yeah. you know so i'm glad i'm glad we agree on that and um la king and no, i'm sorry sacramento kings did you see this story it was like um kind of under the radar on saturday night the sacramento king's security detail kicked out uh, e40 yeah, huh? and isn't sacramento supposed to be like part of the bay kind it's very close it you know what I mean it's That's close like, no. enough it's like if, it is close it's like if Dr Dre or Snoop Dogg was hanging out in San Diego I like, yeah, kicked out of, yeah the dog like game. you're gonna play the music they're gonna play their music during the games before the games after the games but you're gonna kick kick them out because e forty mm-hmm. was heckled by a random fan right yeah yeah and he I guess he said something like please leave me alone, or I don't know what he said, but his response, I guess, prompted this whole escort and he had to be removed. So as a security guard from the Bay, growing up in the Bay, probably listened to E-40s your entire life, like how do you have the audacity to, to actually do it? You know, I think it needed to be a little investigated before anything happened or just defused, you know, just defuse the situation. So that's an honorable mention. So we have our heroes and headlines for episode 179, the LA road warriors, Nicole Lynn representing Jalen Hurts and our scumbags of the night, the China Basketball Association, Anthony Bass, King security. And is it DeMontis Sabonis? That's his name, yes, right? I believe so, yes. And we have one more segment coming up. It is our slate of games, our action that we picked. We are dedicated to covering all the best sporting events taking place from Wednesday to Sunday, and we're going to do that just after this break. If you enjoy listening to the show, please subscribe to us on Instagram and Facebook. Just search Weekend Starts on Wednesday. You can keep up with all of our stories, all of our posts, and all of our predictions. Again, to keep up with all of our action and entertainment, weekend starts on Wednesday. As promised, the weekend starts on Wednesday. And this weekend, it starts early, 4.30 p.m., Wednesday night. My Lakers taking on the Grizzlies in Memphis for Game 2. And um, I wanted to get into this earlier in the show, Andres. When you said that John Morant is out and the Lakers might now sweep, I actually am a little more concerned now because I feel like Tyus Jones, your boy from Duke, I feel like he does a better job at distributing the ball, at playing point guard. And I feel like the Memphis Grizzlies are more of a complete team with him at point to the to all the way until me thinking that I would prefer to have him over John Morant just because he gets more of the shooters involved. And he's just, it's just something to watch for me as a Lakers fan. Of course, I'm going to be, you know, seeing how does AD do? How about the role players like Rui Hachimura stepping up, Austin Reeves stepping up. I mean, we had some big performances from our role players in game one. So I want to see how, who else is going to step up Because LeBron and AD, they got to get their points. they got to get their 20, 25 points. But we need a couple other guys to get at least 15, 20 points for us to get that victory. So those those are the storylines. I think you found found them. It's Reeves. Come on. I think Reeves is
1: definitely the biggest person outside of those two, of AD and LeBron, that has definitely gained a lot of respect in the locker room and has been a leader on the floor. So I think – you won't have any issues. I think either way, the Lakers will move on to the next round because the NBA needs that money for big faces to be going to the next round. So the question is, is it a sweep or how many games will it be? If a run, if a John Morant is out, I don't see an issue for the Lakers. I think it's going to be a clean sweep and, and possibly maybe force a game five, but I see nothing mm-hmm. more than that.
0: All right. Well, what is your entertainment for Wednesday <laughs> night?
1: Come on, we all know what a time it is, Pat. My favorite time of year is uh, is hockey playoffs, man. There's no better playoffs in all of sports than hockey playoffs. I'm going with the LA Kings versus Edmonton, 7 p.m. to ESPN. Yeah, ESPN tomorrow. Um, so they sold game one last night, down uh, two goals. It was funny, Pat. I was watching the game on the Valley Sports Network, I like to watch it on the Kings Network. And uh, nothing was happening. We are down one nothing. down 2 nothing. Switched it up. Uh, I was going back and forth with different sports channels. I left it on ESPN. <laughs> I wanted to go have a smoke. It was 2-1. I said, okay, we've got life. I go, you know what? I'm going to leave it here on ESPN. I'm not going to go back. And then it was 3-1. And I was like, oh, shit. I'm still going to leave it here. 3-2. All right, we got life. 3-3. I left it on ESPN. So ESPN is my go-to for tomorrow night. Kings have been playing hot. Uh, they stole one. I expect this series to still go to at least possibly six. Uh, the Kings can't afford to lose a game in Edmonton tomorrow because they did their job in stealing one. Um, it is going to be hard to win back to back in Edmonton. I think uh, McDavid is going to come out guns blazing, mm-hmm. just like Drysyle. Uh, it's going to be a very good series. But I do like our goalie. The goalie, the goalie for the Kings, phenomenal player. He set the record last year. Or sorry, two years ago, where he made
0: 85 saves in a playoff game. So I think if you have that kind of a brick player or someone of a brick wall high net, you're definitely going to just move along. So I'm going with the Kings. I hopefully, can still steal another one and go two zip, two up, two o oh, uh, before coming home on Friday. Okay, I'm going to also be watching that game after the Lakers game ends. Um, the, the Kings game was um, very, it was just thrilling, to say the least. Um, mm-hmm. I, I say this every April. I say this every time we're doing a show. If you haven't watched any hockey in your entire life, this is the time to get started. This is the time to get into it. So moving along to Thursday, what is your game for Thursday night? I'm going to NBA. I'm, gonna, I'm going to go with the
1: NBA, and I'm going to go with the, Sacramento Kings versus Golden State Warriors game because the headline is writing writing itself. The Warriors are down two zero. They got to climb out of this whole, the whole Draymond Green Uh, Sabonis drama uh, is making it for good television. Um, The question is how badly the the Sacramento Kings lose by. Um, I think it's going to be a blowout. I think Steph Curry is going to go
0: hot hand on uh, Thursday night. Uh, I think they win win Thursday and potentially probably take
1: the series lead come uh Sunday night or whatever mm. whenever it is. So I think uh I think it's gonna be a good series. I expect the series to go go the distance. Uh and the Warriors, like Draymond said uh yesterday after in his press conference, that this is a, a different beast that they haven't faced. They felt like they've They've beaten everyone else before, but this is some a team that they've never really faced before in the past. Um, but like he stated, uh, they're still champs and they've beaten everybody. So we yeah. just, they just got to find a way, and I think they will. So, but this is this is going to be a great matchup come Thursday night. And I think you're a little surprised by me picking it, but I think you understand why. And now I think I've turned it and have you join me watching this game. Uh, Seven o'clock. TNT you're not know, going
0: to watch TNT NBA because Chuck, baby yeah um no you're you're completely right i mean the golden state warriors are the defending champions and they're down 0-2 to a division rival um very close I, I don't know about a rival i don't know about a rival well I mean, it's it's a, it's a, 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 it's about to be it's about to be i mean yeah. you're you're talking yeah. about teams that are super close and you know if the kings take this series it's it's on from here on out because the Warriors are getting older and the Kings are super young. So it's, it's good. I mean, this is exactly what the NBA wants, but I've all of a sudden gained so much interest in the Suns Clippers series because you put $20 on the Clippers to win the series. And I put $20 on the Suns to win the series. Clippers are already winning the series and the Clippers are up right now by about 10 points. Um, Tuesday night, game two, Clippers are up by 10. Going into the half, I don't know if they're still going to be up by 10, but this series is getting spicy. Kevin Durant came over to the Suns. Automatically, people were saying, oh, the Suns are going to win the you know, the championship, made them outright favorites and things like that. So both of these games on Thursday night are going to be extremely interesting for me. Um, I'm going to probably pay a little more attention well, I guess it's set up for you to watch the Kings Warriors and then see how the Suns-Clippers game ends, right? I mean, yeah. that's... Yeah, that's... Here's,
1: you know, the only thing that I hate more than anything is that this is playoff basketball. Why is this, why are some of the games on NBA TV or NBA
0: the NBA network? They are. The, the Suns and Clippers game is on Thursday. It'll be on NBA TV.
1: Yeah, I don't want it to be. There's no reason for it. There should be national broadcast games. Figure it out i don't know I mean... tbs espn i don't know fucking fox sports Voice. there's got to be a national broadcast this should not, not not everybody has nba tv i mean, I gotta go to the fucking bar down the street which i'm i'm glad and happy to to support my local establishment right but th- this is ridiculous i i don't understand it the nba is being greedy this is this is enough by the way the clippers have a much better bench than the than the suns do and that to me my, my friend is the biggest difference maker if the clippers once they get past this round, which they will, they're going to be a, a team that's going to cause a lot of
0: troubles because they have a deep, very, very deep bench. And they'll I have, think people um, are overlooking that. and they'll, they might have Paul George back for the second and round. And they might have
1: Paul George back. But you know what, though, I'm okay with PG-13 not being on the in the lineup. They seem to be playing better. If, if, if There's like an eagle thing. If Kawhi's out, they, they play better when PG-13 is leading the team. If PG-13 is out, you know, they play better when Kawhi's leading the team. So... And again, this makes Russell Westbrook become a more dominant player because there's there won't be a three headed monster in the sense of eagle on the playing field so or on the you know on the hardwood floor. So I'm gonna go with that. I, I again I think Durant is way too much in his head. Yeah. Uh, him and Booker aren't probably not getting along. He's like that guy's fragile anyway, Durant with those weak <laughs> ass knees or ankles that he's got. So uh I'm just telling you, uh, I, I like the series. I'm glad we got a little a little side bet on this, um, so I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, let's go Clips. Uh, I gotta see Bomber, you know, grabbing legs of other people. And how come no one's filed a lawsuit on him? He's grabbing people's legs when it's not when it's not warranted. This guys fucking grabbing like Weinstein at night.
0: <laughs> well, um, yeah, this this Clippers series is pretty interesting, and you know, I'm happy. You could actually go to the game if you wanted to on Friday night because it's here in LA. I'm sorry. Yeah. Thursday night, you can go to the game because it's here in LA, and the tickets look to be about seventy bucks with taxes and fees, hundred dollars out the door maybe. Um, but moving along to Friday, um, now my Lakers are not playing on Friday, but the Dodgers have an early game. The Dodgers, eleven twenty, eleven twenty. What? What? If I tell you that the Dodgers are playing at eleven twenty a.m., what? Where's your first guess? Where it's, where it's at.
1: No, but you're, you're giving it away. You're telling oh. me that they're, they're at home on, at
0: 11.20 a.m.? No, they're going to be in Chicago playing the Cubs. Oh, they're, they're going to be in the, the friendly confines? Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to be over there on um, Friday. They open up the series against the Cubs. Julio Urias on the mound. Julio is already 3-1 and one with the 1. Mm-hmm. 1. 1.9 ERA, and I know that you yeah. know that the most out of everybody because that's your yeah, franchise player for your fantasy team. Is he going to so, go four and one, Andrés? Is he going to help us, you know, start the weekend off strong?
1: I don't know. Apparently, we can't beat the Cubs, you know, when they're here in LA. So, <laughs> hopefully we can return the favor in Chicago, I don't understand how we you know, we're having a terrible year. I think to start off the year, um, I know it's still early on, uh, but I just don't like our pitching situation. I don't think we have a deep bullpen. Uh, our guys aren't hitting he can't even hit off, you know, water if he fell off a boat. But when it comes to, unless, unless he's playing in San Francisco, let him be a, a giant. Like let him only play against the Giants because that guy always does well in San Francisco. But outside of that, he hasn't clutch situation, runners on the corners. He struck out the other day uh, on Sunday against the Cubs. I mean, it's just bad news bears right now. Mookie's going to be out of the lineup for the next couple days because he, he's expecting his, I think, second kid. And uh, then might potentially play shortstop. Uh, which I don't fucking understand. I, I don't understand these literally fucking plays and the like. Uh, I don't know what Roberts is doing, so I won't even get into that. But I mean, I'm glad to know that it's 11:20 a.m. It's bright, pushy tail, early. I'm off on Friday. It's my day off, so I'll probably watch it uh, and just watching and resting. So yeah, go go Dodgers. But uh, that's not the game that I'm looking forward to on Friday, Pat. My game is gonna be the LA Kings versus the Oilers game three at Crypto.com Arena. Uh, this is gonna be a home matchup. I'm looking actually. I know the game for the Clippers are at home. That's a good. That's a good enticement to go. But I'd rather save my money and go to the game on Friday for playoff hockey. Uh, Kings Oilers game three. Hopefully it'll be 2-0 Kings by then. But if not, if it's one one, um, I think that place is gonna be rocking. A lot of LA fans will be there. Home crowd. A lot of Oilers too. A lot of Oilers travel travel very very well. Um, so it is scary. I have been to an Oilers-Kings game, and uh, it's kind of scary how well they travel. So hopefully it'll be black and silver that night um, and go Kings. So that's the game I'm looking forward to, 7 p.m. Yeah, Friday.
0: We're on TNT, Pat. So, you know, Wayne Gretzky, former Oilers and Kings fan, will be looking – Kings uh, that's...
1: member, not even fan, but member, I will definitely be watching this game and giving his broadcast. So I can't wait to watch that as well.
0: Um, yeah, I mean the thing about the the Kings and the Oilers is that the Oilers had him on the ropes, and the Oilers the Oilers had him on the ropes in Game One, and the Oilers have arguably the best player in the league. They couldn't close him out. Um, the Kings hung around. They hung around. They tied up the game with like twenty something seconds left. So I think the Kings have a very strong chance to come back to LA on Friday night with the two nothing lead and potentially put the you know put that nail in the coffin and. Take the lead 3 0 with you in attendance. You have to be there. I, I, I will see.
1: I already made promises of places
0: i got going to be on Friday night. Um, <laughs> so I, I can't, I will not uh, be at the game as much as I would like to. All right. Well, moving I will, on. Be with, I will be with a bunch of LA Kings
1: fans and we'll be watching the game intently for sure.
0: Okay. Well, let's move along to Saturday. Um, obviously, 7 p.m. is game three of the Grizzlies Lakers here in LA. Um, Hopefully, the Lakers are up 2-0 in that series and could uh, take a commanding 3-0 lead. But um, the big event on Saturday is going to be Tank versus Ryan Garcia. We're talking about boxing. Tank Davis taking on Ryan Garcia. And um, I feel like it's my obligation as a Latino Mexican to go and root for Ryan Garcia but for some reason, I want tank to win am I wrong like uh, well what why do you want tank to win
1: let's just let's let's hear what you let's hear a reason
0: I just feel like Tank Davis has just always kept it real right he's always okay. he's always fought um now I don't know what goes on behind the scenes I don't know if he cherry picks his fights or anything like that I just have seen Tank Davis win and he's very humble in his interviews and he just seems like a good guy you know and Ryan Garcia just seems a little like a like more of a punk than Tank right um but I want to see a good fight and Tank is a favorite um you know he's he's a he's a big favorite and Ryan is an underdog so it's like what do what do I do you know this fight is highly anticipated um, I hope that it goes all 12 rounds. What, what are you looking for in this fight?
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I know I, I've seen a lot of interviews this whole weekend. Um, past, couple, past couple days. This is definitely the biggest fight of the year, it seems like, or the most anticipated fight of the year. I, 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 Flores thinks that someone's going to go down this going to go to the distance. I think it might go the distance. Something tells me that it might go at least 10 rounds for sure. Yeah. Possibly 12. Um, They need need this to to sell, right? You've been talking about it for years, or at least the last two years, uh, making headway the biggest purse. Now they're saying, oh, they're going to bet each other's purse, uh, throw that on the line. So, you know, they're trying to sell the fight. They're trying to make it interesting. I like, I don't know, man. I think, I like Garcia's speed. I think he's faster than Davis, um, but Davis has more power. Uh, I just can can Garcia take a punch can he take a hit uh, with the strength of what Davis has uh, I didn't realize that Davis is uh, associated and marketed by uh, your boy Drake uh, I didn't know he's part of that he's got the, the owl on it on his uh, clothing line yeah Ryan Garcia no Tank, Tank Davis
0: also the curse yeah so I might go with Garcia woo Oh, I think I'm gonna go with Garcia because of the curse. You know that Drake curse is real, Pat. It is real. real but Sardini Jones the motherfucker loses.
1: He's like Masters Smack. That guy's a loser.
0: <laughs> I'm excited. Um Davis has a KO win percentage of 93%. I mean, if if he connects, he's he's you know, so I like what you said though. We're gonna find out how how much of a punch Ryan Garcia can take. Um, and this is the fight, you know, this is going to be such a great opening chapter, hopefully, to uh, rivalry, a rivalry, a storied rivalry between the two. I mean, I hope that they go. I hope they have three fights. I hope it's close, and I hope it's controversial to the point where they want a second one, you know, next year or a second one in the fall, you know, because we want to see good boxing matches, and they're both undefeated. So somebody's perfect record has to go, and it's going to be. Well, maybe my... not. Whatever. If, what if it goes to the draw. What if, what hey, if, that's. What it...
1: Yeah. What
0: if? Then we get a second. I think
1: that's you know technically I've been thinking about that. I've been thinking maybe this it'll go a draw because it's not a title fight. There's nothing really on the line. I think it'll go all twelve. I think they want to sell it right. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It's just I put my weird tinfoil hat on and something tells me a draw might happen. I don't know what the odds on that is, but I might sprinkle a little something just to see it
0: happen. Yeah, absolutely. And um, just a quick update. (laughs) Halftime. In Phoenix, the Suns and Clippers are now tied at the half, so that makes me very happy. Now, um, moving along to Sunday, 10 a.m., my game, my choice, will be game four of the Cleveland Cavaliers in New York taking on the Knicks. So... Will it be a 2-1 series in favor of the Knicks, or will it be a 2-1 series in favor of the Cavaliers on Sunday morning? My vote is Cavaliers are going to be up. Obviously, you and I placed a separate bet on this. I put 20 on Cleveland. You put 20 on the Knicks for the series. The Cleveland Cavaliers tied the series up tonight, so it's 1-1. But Donovan Mitchell is headed to... Madison Square Garden where my bold prediction is on Sunday morning 10 a.m. he's dropping 50
1: dropping 50 yeah that's not going to happen okay sure I'll gladly take that and I think you know the, they uh the Knicks will win that game Sunday morning it'll be 3-1 New York uh Right, because, they, they, yeah, right, is that how it goes? Would that, that be game four? So, yeah, I think the Knicks will be up 3-1. I think it's written in the stars that the Knicks will move on to the next round. Uh, and that's that. But 50 points in MSG now. I think the story of the game, or the player of the game that day, is probably be the dynamic duel in Randall and Brunson. And they will probably post up at least 60 points apiece, if not
0: more. But that's not a bold prediction. That's just facts. So we'll go from there. Okay. So you have one last chance to make a bull prediction Sunday. What, what is, what is your game on Sunday? Uh,
1: my Sunday game is going to be baseball. Um, I'm going to go with, give me one second. I got pulled up really quickly because I just lost the page. Um, Jimmy was in my ear earlier, giving me nonsense. Um, I'm going to go with, oh, yes, the Sunday night baseball game of the night, New York Mets versus San Francisco Giants. And my bold prediction is going to be Yaz Strzymski hitting at least one home run and a
0: double. So, six bases? You're going to get six bases? Six six total bases. Six total bases. But one of them has to be a home run?
1: No, just six total bases.
0: Oh, because you like the way I phrased it. (laughs)
1: All right, six, six total bases, at least three RBIs.
0: Six bases, three RBIs. Is he on your team, your fantasy team? Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. okay. All right. Well, good luck. I accept that bull prediction. Um, now you have you can't mention Sunday night baseball without doing the. I like how you fade it out. So um, with the first mention of bull predictions, we have to inform the audience that each bull prediction is worth seven points. First to twenty-one wins and collects beer from the losers. I predicted last week's show that the Lakers would win game one by seven or more. That hit. So I am on the board. Um, The score is seven, and Andres is at zero. I still owe you a six-pack, Andres, from the previous bold prediction. You now owe me a six-pack because I beat you in fantasy baseball by almost 200 points. So we are pretty much even, and I took a slight lead on you. Um, but that concludes the show. The weekend starts on Wednesday, and this weekend it starts with Lakers, Grizzlies, and it ends with Sunday night baseball, Mets versus Giants. Andres, any closing thoughts before we end the show?
1: No, just have a, <clears throat> have a wonderful weekend. Uh, I know. Try to. Everyone's kind of a little sick right now because the weather change, but uh,
0: drink your vitamins, take your vitamin C, and drink a lot of whiskey. <laughs> All right. Well, our heroes will be our listeners. Um, you will never be our scumbags. We'd like to thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. Um, We will see you next week. And if you're going to place any bets this weekend, good luck.